Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of Beats Corner. It's your boy Beaks, and I'm back in the building. You know what time it is. We're out here, we're rolling, and we are moving. If you don't know that slogan right now, fam, you should be disappointed in yourself. If I don't say that, and I don't start like that, you know there's a problem. But there's no problem, so we thank God. It's 2020, we're moving. Do you get me? We're out here moving, smoothing and cruising. You get what time it is and I'm doing. And I know I'm recording every day, every week. Fam, I'm chatting shit because I'm here. You know you know, it's been an eventful week. I'm, I thought, yeah, let me try to spit buzz. Car, you know, with a whole Wiley and Stormzy thing. You get me? I'm just a bit gassed, innit? Do you understand? Um... If you man know, you know. If you don't, you don't. It is what it is. Uh, shout out to you, man. Um, look, shout out to everyone that's been listening. Um, it's been a while since I've even done a podcast. Well, to me, it's a while. It's like a week and a half. Because there was FA Cup uh, fixtures last week, I did one. I released one on Friday for you. Last week, Friday. Um, but I didn't record one on a Sunday. So it's been a stretch, but I've had time to rest, didn't it? Do you get me? Um, we're all human and whatnot. I've been watching some football. Not really happy. I'm happy now because my team won over the weekend. But we'll get into that slowly but surely. Um, yeah, bruv, catch me on the socials at Beats Corner. Uh, that's for Instagram. And at Beats underscore Corner is for Twitter. Um, you will find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts, and oh, and oh, yeah, on Anchor as well. So, if you guys are a podcast activist and whatnot, and you you listen to podcasts, go on Anchor. You see me on there as well. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend, bruv. This is what episode twenty five. I've been doing this for since the summer. Um, obviously, I used to do another podcast back in the day, but um, uh, with with uh, sports corner and whatnot. But this is it. You know, this is what I'm doing at the moment. I get a few of the guests on. Big up everyone that's been coming on, and we got a few people that will come on uh, during this year. Um, yeah, man. So many big things have been happening this week. Um, first of all, let's kick off with uh, the, the the music scene. You know, I, I I never have time to even speak about it because you guys request for sports so much. And I remember when I first started, I said I'll be talking about a lot of things, what's going on in in day to day life and 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 whatnot, music scene uh, in 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 the country, public eye, whatnot. I said I'll discuss that. So obviously, before I even dive into it, it's better to do. To do them things. You remember back in the day when um, uh, 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 you'd watch like Premier League years, yeah? Whole tight Sky Sports with them things there. And you hear the music. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, them things there, yeah? Alright, cool. So, if you might know, you know. If you don't, you don't. And then they'll show you the month, innit? And it goes. And they'll play some like, you know, them old school tunes. They'll play them tunes there. And I'll tell you what's been happening, what happened that month, that year. You know, them ones there, like, I don't know, let's say, uh, let's say, like, what was it? June, back in the day in 2006. And they'll tell you, like, this is what happened. The Olympics finally came to London. They got, got a you know, shit like that. Yeah, yeah, them things there. So that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm trying to put out there for Beast Corner. Do you get me? I've got a way of doing these things. So you, man, I'm sure you, man, are laughing and that. But yeah, let's see. Let, let's see. Um, let's see how we get on. So, boom. This is what happened this week. Um, obviously, in the music scene, uh, Stormzy versus Wiley. That's what you lot are, you know, trying to claim claim it as and whatnot. Cool. Uh, for me, obviously, 
it looks like Stormzy's done his thing, innit? Do you understand what I'm saying? He said a few disrespectful things. So did Wiley. Uh, but you, you guys need to understand, if you man know about the whole thing, you know that Wiley is a smart individual. Man, this guy is trying to get out of the game. He doesn't. He doesn't hate. He doesn't hate Stormzy. He respects him. Calls him the kid, you know. And rightly, rightly so. Right now, he's holding the crown in it. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's got all the. He's got all the commercial dons on his side and whatnot. Stormzy's doing his thing in it. So obviously, people won't remember what Wiley has done. But Wiley's done a lot for the scene. Um and and fair play. Um. It was just mad. But for me. Overall, the best dub was Cadell's one. And if you might don't know who Cadell, Cadell's Wiley's brother, obviously. If you know, if you follow the whole thing, you hear what Stormzy had to say about Wiley's brother and whatnot and all that crud. But this thing's been going on for years. Like, Cadell's always sent for him. But the, the last one he did was called uh, World War Three. This thing was mad. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, this dub was, I was like, right, this dub's going in. You know, it's, yo, Cadell's going in. But. Listen, shout out to everyone that was involved. Um, it is what it is. It's it's a it's a sport, isn't it? When you're clashing my man, you're clashing my man. It's a it's a sporting, but I won't really dwell on that too much. Um, I might do. There might be a, a future episode with myself. Uh, uh, Da might come on there, uh, and uh, you know, uh, and other other guests will come on there, and we'll speak about the scene, man, because there's so much, man. You need to respect. Wiley's a man, like, if you go head to head, he's a stubborn human being, isn't it? Do you understand what I'm saying? But in today's day and age, the, 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 you know, the, the realness of it, it's not there. Everyone's going to go for the, the person who holds the, the most popularity status. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, in that sense, this whole it's it's gonna it's not they're not gonna really take into what my man's saying. It's just gonna be a popularity contest. So people are just gonna stick with Stormzy because they know Stormzy like that and they don't really know why they like that. But it is what it is, that's the day and age that we're living in. But we'll keep it moving. Call tight them. Uh bruv, what else has been happening? Obviously, last week was FA Cup, a few shocks there or whatnot. Um <clears throat> but it is what it is. Um, there's going to be a few replays, including what well, United have have to play a replay against Wolves. Unfortunately, it's just it's just long, isn't it? It's long, it's it's long. But we'll talk about that later on. But obviously, the January transfer windows open, and it looks like you know a few players are moving left, right, and centre. Um, there's a midfielder from Benfica. I think he goes by the name of Gelson. Might be on the way to Spurs on an 18-month loan uh, move. Um, on top of that, you still got West Ham who are still interested in on the loan signing. I remember they were saying United were interested in him. Looks like United said, yo, 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 stop saying Man United. Every day is Man United, Man United, Man United, Man United. It is what it is, but what can I say? Um, Giroud and Ashley Young looks like they might be on their way to into Milan. Conte, he knows um, Giroud very well. Um, Ashley Young, I'm sure he's seen what he can do in the Premier League, hence why he would want someone like him. Uh, he got Romelu Lukaku from Manchester United. I'm sure Manch I'm sure Lukaku spoken to Young and said, "Brother, you might as well join this thing, join this project that we're on in it, and see if we can try and win the league." It happens, man. You know, um, Young's been a, a a great servant for Man United. I can't lie. Um, I still used to call it. I, I called him DJ Ashley Young, but it's just one of them things, isn't it? You understand what I'm saying? I've re I haven't really been a fan of him sometimes, but 
when when it came down to nitty gritty and he had to uh, pull out a performance, he'll do it, innit? So fair play to my man. Um, Zlatan ended up going back to AC Milan and he ended up scoring. So what do you expect? Zlatan doing Zlatan things. Um, it's mad. We're in 2020 and he's gone back to AC Milan. Crazy stuff, crazy stuff. Um, it looks like Xavi might be on his way back to Barca, but as a manager, um, it looks like Barcelona tr- might be trying to sack Valverde so I don't know what's going on over there too much in the, in the La Liga scene but that's what it looks like I mean I think they they're trying to cut ties with Barcelona uh, Val- Val- Barcelona trying to cut ties with uh, uh, Valverde because due to the fact that um, I think him losing uh, the semi-final to Atletico Madrid in the Spanish Cup was the final straw nail on the coffin they said you know what but nah, we ain't got time for this. And it looks like they're going to get Xavi, but we'll see what is what they're saying. Um, in other news as well, Bruno Fernandes, we've got this thing again. He's linked to Man United, apparently. It's very, very close to joining. But I'm not really going to get excited over this because this was said in the summer and we ended up saying we're not interested in him. You know, we'll see how things go. If it, if it does happen, it happens. I'll be very happy because we now have another creative midfielder who could possibly, you know, ch- change the game around or, or do certain things for Man United. Um, but we'll see. Again, it's, it's all about if, buts, or maybes, whether it will happen or happen. I don't know, but we shall see and see what the outcome will be. Um, but I've, look, even, even in... Um, at Barca as well. They're linked to another Premier League uh, player uh, in the likes of Aubameyang. Um, Barcelona are interested in Aubameyang, apparently, um, with the fact that Suarez is going to be out for the rest of the season uh, with a knee injury. Will that happen? I'm not too sure. I can't really see that happening. They might as well just put Griezmann up top and then, you know, field someone else to fill in, uh, fill in the void in Griezmann's position. I don't know, but we will see how things go. I'm sure Arsenal fans, when they hear this, they'll probably have a bit of poo in their pants, but it is what it is. This is what happens, man. This is the transfer market. You get me? So, but enough of that, enough of all that crud and whatnot. Let's kick in, man. Let's kick into the Premier League. I think I've been speaking enough about you know, what's been happening this month, that month, what's been happening this week or whatnot. But let's kick into the Premier League. Um, uh, usually I'll be like, yeah, I'll speak about the, uh, the first game um, I saw. I just finished watching, but the, the, the last game I just finished watching now was Aston Villa versus Man City. And I'm not really going to talk about that because it's not really a huge game like that. The biggest game this weekend was uh, Liverpool and Spurs. It was uh, Tottenham Hotspurs versus Liverpool. It was at uh, the Tottenham Hotspurs Stadium. I still I still do not like that. Uh, I don't like the the, the the name of the ground. Just call it, just call it a White Hart Lane. It's still on White Hart Lane. Just call it White Hart Lane. What's, I, don't, I, I don't know. I'm not Spurs, but I'm sure you Spurs fans might have something against it. Some of you might not even really care, but it's just... It's just preference, isn't it? It's just preference. But yeah, uh, Liverpool, uh, Spurs took on Liverpool at the stadium. Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, you know, can you imagine? But yeah, um, Spurs nil, Liverpool won. Are you surprised? Not really. Um, bruv, 
watching that game, it just goes to show about the game management, how Liverpool handled the game and whatnot. Liverpool are just doing what Liverpool are doing. Record breakers. Um, still ain't lost, still undefeated. Um, Firmino with the only uh, solitary goal of the game. Um, he loves getting them away goals. Uh, that's now seven Premier League goals for him and all of them have been away from home this season. So fair play to Firmino. He knows if, away from home, you know, he's dangerous. This season, I don't know. He hasn't even, yeah, he hasn't even scored at home. So it is what it is, man. We'll see. Uh, for me, no, I, I did want to put in my FPL as well. Told my boy on WhatsApp, I was like, yeah, man, think to put. Uh, it was between Firmino and Aguero. Ended up putting fucking Jimenez. Can you fucking imagine? So shit, man. <sighs> Bloody hell. But anyways, not. Let me not talk too much about that. Um, Firmino ends up scoring. Liverpool have now scored in 30 consecutive games in the league. Like, that is a huge, huge achievement. Um, the only top uh, other two to do that, to do more than that, is Man United with, if I'm not mistaken, 37 or 36, uh, no, it's 37, 37 games. And Arsenal with about 55 consecutive games. Absolutely ridiculous. Um... Liverpool are just trying to break as much records as they can. Um, even with 20 wins and one draw, it's the best ever start to a league season in a, in Europe's top five leagues. Absolutely ridiculous. So I've got to respect Liverpool in that sense. They're doing their thing. They're not looking back. They just It's all about the mentality right now. And um, it's the same thing I've been saying for the longest, from the beginning. And when I was saying that, people were looking at me as if, like, oh, I'm going mad or whatnot. Bruv, this league was way... It was done once Man City... Once Man, once Man City started to lose games and Liverpool weren't losing, I said, yeah, 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 it's over, it's over. Even when they still had Leicester who could, you know, put up a... Bruv, they couldn't. And we'll speak about Leicester later on uh, in, in this podcast. But, you know, in today's... In today's um, well, this weekend's result, Liverpool winning 1-0 like that and going clear at the time, 16 points at that time, um, it just goes to show absolutely unstoppable. You can't stop them. At, I don't know what team is going to stop Liverpool. Even if, I mean, they got they got Man United next week, which we'll speak about, but I don't know who they're going to, I don't know who's going to stop them. I have no idea, but it is what it is. Um, even with the clean sheet, that's now six consecutive clean sheets um ridiculous ridiculous even with uh, Gomez finding the form Gomez coming back into the side obviously Matip with Matip being out Gomez going back in the side partnering up with uh, uh Virgil van Dijk um last season those two were the real pairing until Gomez got injured and once Gomez got injured I think it was a Man City game he didn't play and that's when things went upside down uh right now it's the same period, but Gomez, obviously, he's fit. He's playing week in, week out. Part of the reason why Liverpool have kept six consecutive clean sheets. Once Gomez was back into the side, alongside with Van Dijk, that partnership isn't looking to break down anytime soon. And it's working well. And Gomez is a gem, but a lot of people are not really seeing this. And for me, back in the day, I used to be like, yeah, he'd be better in the three. But right now, he's becoming a real solid centre-back. And um, yeah, it's working very well. Obviously, with Virgil van Dijk uh, complimenting uh, his, his uh, 
Gomez's performance is just working. But um, fair play to Liverpool. Uh, yeah, man. Imagine six clean sheets on the on the bounce, twenty wins, one draw. Best best way to start a season. What more can you ask for? And they're they're on they're on course. If they carry on at this rate, they're projected to have about hundred and ten points ridiculous but you know anything can happen anything can happen there could be a blip somewhere but even if there's a blip there or there you know it's still it's still going to be difficult for for man city to even catch you know they gotta hope that they lose or draw a few games like they gotta hope they lose about five games can't really see that happening with liverpool with the way they're going at the moment we've gone past halfway of the season and they've got 20 wins and one draw ridiculous but you know it's, it's it's just one of them things. Uh, Spurs didn't have Kane. Kane's been out. He's going to be out for three months. So that's kind of a headache. So it means that, you know, Mourinho now has... And Spurs now have to rely on Son being the main guy. And in this game, it didn't really work. Um, a lot of them... A lot of the Spurs fans were not happy with Ericsson. Some are saying Ericsson shouldn't even play for the club again. Um, yeah, his performance wasn't the best uh, watching that game. He, he he had a shocker. Uh, Ericsson did have a shocker, but it's just if if a player wants to leave, he's already come out said, "Look, I think it's best for me to leave." He he said it after the Champions League final against Liverpool last season. Um, wouldn't it have been best to sell him in the first place? I mean, Ericsson, top. He's a we all know the type of player he is, but um, you know you got to let a player of his caliber go if my man's asking look just let me be do you understand because he's not going to give you the full 100% commitment and drive for spurs if 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 if, he, if his mind's not at spurs and it looks like his mind's not at spurs his mind's elsewhere and he wants to go elsewhere and try to win trophies um spurs on the other hand are not going to be happy with that but they got to respect uh, Ericsson's wishes considering uh, the fact that the type of player he's been for them you know um Maybe Ericsson and Mourinho don't go hand in hand. It could be just one of them things, bruv. You understand? I'm not saying that it is. I'm, I'm just, I'm just work. I'm just saying that it's, it's one of them things that's more, added more fuel to the fire in order for Ericsson to be performing the way Ericsson is performing. But um, you know, it's just one of them things. And Spurs have to go back to the drawing board. I think Spurs are now sitting in eighth. Um, they're gonna, they're gonna be looking to bounce back after this, you know, defeat. I'm I'm sure they're not happy with this uh, with this defeat. I think the next game's Watford, and that's gonna be at Vicarage Road again. Games like that, it's gonna be a bit tough, man. Because right now Watford on on, on form at the moment, and you're thinking, bruv, Spurs need to be careful. Do you get what I'm saying? It's just it's just one of them things. How they organize themselves, how they get back, how they how where are they gonna get the goals from? Who are they going to end up signing? Are they going to end up signing anyone in January? We know the type of person Levy is. We know how he is. In terms of the VAR, I think Mourinho had a little dig. He said VAR were taking a coffee break when Robertson made his challenge on the Spurs uh, player. I can't remember who the player was um, off the top of my head. But it's true. Um, how VAR didn't pick that up and say, look, that, was a, that should be a red card. I don't know because there was another incident that happened this weekend, which I will speak about once I go on to it. And, um, you know, they that that was given a red card. But, hey, you know, again, a lot of people are saying VAR, get rid of VAR. But you guys, we need to understand, before VAR was in place, you guys were asking for something like a review to help the referees. This is what you guys were asking for because I remember vividly, a lot of fans were asking for reviews to be in a game where someone needs, may, may need to get sent off if someone was offside or onside 
you know, if a handball was amounted uh, 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 in a penalty box or there was a, f- uh, in- a foul, indecent play in a penalty box in order for the uh, opposition to have a penalty. That's what you lot were calling for at the time before VAR was even introduced. Now that VAR is here, you're all saying get rid of VAR. But the problem here is, is the officials. And this is what I said months ago. Officials that are officiating behind VAR are the problem. We need to get certified referees who know the game. Even if it's past referees, just that ex-referees, just sit down, analyze the game for us, and tell us if it's a foul or not, or not a foul. Tell us if this goal was, uh, if this guy was offside or not offside. Tell us if we should give this a goal or not. Tell us if we should give this car player a red card. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, just, just things like that. That's what they should be doing, but. Unfortunately, now, fans, even pundits are saying get rid of VAR. Bruv, <coughs> like I said, it's the officials. Sort the officials out. This thing will run smoothly. Obviously, there are a lot of things that need to change, including like the handball rule, <coughs> which I think is, um, is and it really needs to be revised. Happened in the West Ham game. West Ham equalised. The ball hit Rice's arm, but at these times... You know, what can Rice do? Rice can't move uh, move his arm away if he's running. He's running and he's given the assist for Snodgrass and they've ruled it out because it was offside. <coughs> That's just an example of what happened this weekend. But what I am saying is that rules need to be implemented and offic- officials, proper officials, need to be introduced in order to regulate the VAR. But I'm going to leave that on, a, on another note. Um, bruv. The real question overall in this game is, after this game, after watching Liverpool beat Spurs, who is going to stop Spurs? Man says Spurs, you know. I'm, you know when you're just coughing, you're just you're disorientated, mad. I'm so stupid. Who is going to stop Liverpool, should I say? 20 wins, one draw. The next game, Manchester United. Manchester United. Who is going to stop Liverpool, please. God, I'm begging ya. <laughs> God, I'm begging ya. <laughs> oh my God, bruv. This this is going to be a deadly one. And it's at Anfield. Last time we went Anfield, we lost 3-1. God, with a manager that we have at the moment, you are the only one that can save us. <sighs> That's Liverpool's next game. And it's at Anfield. You know, Spurs focus on Watford. I'm sure you might you might end up getting a result, but Liverpool, Man United, a big juggernaut game. It's ties have turned. Liverpool are the powerhouse now. United are what Liverpool were ten years ago, nine years ago, and um, the tables have turned. So. This is going to be a big one, and I will be doing a, a quick preview as to who I think will play, how I think it will go down towards the end of the podcast, towards the end of the episode. Because um, we're talking about, because we're talking about Man United, let's talk about how Man United got on. It was Man United versus Norwich. Man United four, Norwich nil. Uh, Rashford with a brace, uh, Martial and Greenwood on the score sheet. Rashford, Rashford, Rashford. I was on here uh, on, uh, you know, a few episodes, not a few, that's quite a long time ago, a few months ago, should I say, and I was criticising him as a player up front alone. And I did say that Rashford would be better off playing from a wide position. Now, 
you look back when you go back and you hear that podcast you think ah cool this guy lost but and one thing i did highlight if southgate can do it and put rashford and realize there's a problem here he's not a center forward he should be playing as a as a as a wide man if southgate can identify it then surely ollie should do the same and he has done that fair play to uh Solskjaer. He's put Rashford out wide, and ever since he's been out wide, he's getting more goals, he's becoming more confident with his dribbles and whatnot. Rashford is in the form of his life. He now has 41 Premier League goals at the age of 22. Um, Form of his life. Uh, 19 goals and 7 assists in all competition. Um, And he got a brace on his 200th appearance. And he's just been—he's just been flourishing right now from the left. Um, he's been flourishing. He—he he, he had a fantastic game yesterday. Um, but the man, the the maestro that came into play was Mata. One Mata came in, and he was the one. It was Matt for me. Mata and Matic, yeah, had were the grown-ups of this game. They actually did so well for Manchester United. Um, Mata just pulling the strings. Uh, Matic stopping anything that was going past into the final third for Norwich. It was just, it was just a really uh, good performance to have, especially at Old Trafford. Especially with the fact that we lost in in a, in such a bad manner against Man City in the midweek in midweek competition, League Cup semi final. We've ended up losing three one, but Man City scored three goals in like I say thirty minutes at Old Trafford. It's it's a bit sad, man. It's it's sad and like. When you're hearing things like De Bruyne saying we only prepared for it for 15 minutes, it just goes to show like, bro, there's no respect here, bro. There's no respect. So I'm just I'm just a bit upset about that. Whether we can go and get a result at Etihad, it's possible, but I wouldn't really bank on it. I think Man City are going through. I think United have done their time, and it is what it is. Um, but on that note, I won't I won't talk about I won't talk too much about that. I wasn't happy about that at all, but. Um, it is what it is. Uh, going on to better and good things. Like I said, Rashford's on the form of his life. He ain't looking back. Even Martial. I mean, Martial, one day he'll be like, I'm on it. Next day, oh, I'm not really on it. But today he was on it. And he ended up getting he ended up getting a goal this weekend with, with, with his head. Kind of rare. You don't really see Martial with the headed goals, but he got one uh, this weekend against Norwich, which I thought was a really, really uh, good header. Um, and even the man that he brought on after, you know, probably 60, 70 minutes, uh, Mr. Greenwood himself, comes on, does his thing, left foot, bottom corner, you know, Mason Greenwood. Absolutely player. One of a kind, <laughs> you know. He's got a left foot on him. He can shoot with his right. He's I don't know, man. He's eighteen and he's already got nine goals and four assists in in all competitions uh, for himself. That's a really good accomplishment for some of of his age. Um, he's getting them goals in the Premier League as well. I think he's got three in the league. Um, there's no pressure on him. He's just doing what he's got to do. He looks like he loves playing uh, football, bruv. You know. Um, one thing I'll give Solskjaer is the players that he's bringing in. It's the players that he's looking to, you know, show and let them, you know, have a bit of freedom and space. It's a shame he can't really do that with Angel Gomez when Angel Gomez ends up leaving. The idiot. You understand what I'm saying? People like Angel Gomez should be getting a try, getting a run and seeing, seeing what can happen. But, yeah. Um, 
big up big up Greenwood man he did his thing today or should I say this weekend yeah man uh, look uh, United needed that win bruv they needed that win before they go on and face Liverpool all over the weekend bear in mind they have got a game during the week against Wolves but they needed that win they really did need that win and um especially to wipe you know to for, for the fans to forget about what was happening what should I say what happened during the week with Man City uh, a lot of fans were not happy with that but um, what can you say um, the star man for me at Norwich was Cantwell Cantwell that guy is a baller man um, I spoke about him uh, last week in terms of him uh, Grealish Madison Mount um, he, 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 he's, he's the, one of the young cropper players who's there as well doing his thing he had he did have a chance he, I, I thought he scored. A lot of people thought he scored, but you know, David De Gea is brilliant um, when it comes to saving these type of shots. Happen, Cantwell was shocked, but um, it is what it is. I'm sure you'll end up getting a move elsewhere. You won't be at Norwich for too long. I guarantee that. You know, them ones there. It could be like a Madison replacement when Madison leaves Leicester. Um, but bro, it is what it is. Um, United march on with three points. Um, like I said, they've got Wolves the cup replay then they got to play Liverpool on the weekend bruv for me it's a tough one for Solskjaer bruv it's a tough one how he's going to be able to manage this because I don't I don't think I don't think he's going to survive they got we got Wolves that one's a bit iffy you lose that you're fucked then you got then you got to have to go to Anfield you, we could get peppered at Anfield that, that'd be that'd be the nail on the coffin in itself do you know so it's just it's just one of them things bruv it's just one of them things um and you still got to play Man City as well in the second in the second leg, so it's just there's so much there's so much things there's so much things going on, but one thing I want to touch on before I leave and speak about another uh, game is about the whole Pogba situation. Now, Pogba has been a player for Manchester United for for a certain amount of years. I think it's near now it's going to be four years this year. The way I see it with the Pogba situation, number one, a lot of people are just scrutinising my man as if, like, he's the devil himself. Do you think a player like him, of his quality, of his calibre, wants to be injured? Then you got people saying he's faking his own injury. Can you imagine? Nonsense. People saying he's, he's, he's faking these things, putting out on social media that he's training. Bro, he's putting what he's doing out there for you, man, to see, for you to stop calling him a liar, bruv. You understand what I'm saying? The guy's a human. He's not a machine. The way you lot portrayed him as if, like, he shouldn't be doing this, he shouldn't be doing that, you know, it's part of, it's part of the reason why <clears throat> this guy will end up leaving Man United. Now, a lot of people will say he should just leave because, you know, he hasn't really done anything for Man United, which is understandable. But a quality, a, a, a guy of his quality, to let go, to, to let go last summer <laughs> would have been... a. a a nightmare. You let go of Lukaku, you let go of Sanchez, then you let go of Pogba in one window. You're trying to kill yourself. Might as well have happened because look at look at how look at the position we've been in. <coughs> but saying that, you know, Pogba, you guys should cut him some slack, bruv. Real talk. He's human. We know the type of player he is. If he wants to leave, so be it. Because Man United are not in this position anymore. <laughs> Man United are not in a position where we can now be what telling a player like Pogba, no, stay, stay, one more season, one more season. No, Pogba needs to be playing Champions League. We've gone past this level of uh, Man United are not in this position where 
we can be telling players like Pogba, stay, or we can attract them to stay. No, 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 no. The guy needs to play in Champions League. Um, and, fair, and and so he does. With the quality, the assets that he has, the ability he has. Look, he's surrounded by shit. Pereira, Matic. Bro, <coughs> it doesn't work like that, brother. It doesn't work. So... The guy needs the guy needs some quality around. Hence why Riola come out and said, bruv, if my United don't buy quality, my man's gone, bruv. Fair play. You understand? There's no quality that we have. We need players. And that's what my United need to do. Get players. If you want Pogba to stay, get players. If you don't, sell my man. Cash him, cash in. You know, cash in as soon as possible. Pogba's gonna want to play in the Euros. Bro, so much is happening, man. For me, if he does leave, fair play. I appreciate what he's done for the club. We we will have to move on, but it is what it is. You you guys are you know saying he's this, he's that. You're badgering him, saying he can't really be doing this and doing that, Bruv, He's a human being. I don't see you man getting onto other players, bro. Because Pog is Pogba, and he costs about eighty odd million and whatnot. Let him be, bro. Just let him be. We're all human. That's what I have to say. You get me? So well, that's on on that note, man. Um, bro. Moving on, man. Um, guys are stupid. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, Palace versus Arsenal. Palace won. Arsenal won. Uh, Arsenal ended up scoring first in the first half. Uh, very neat finish. It was like 19 passes for the build-up of this goal. Really, really good goal. Um, and Aubameyang was the one to finish it. Of course, uh, the man leading the line. Top goal scorer for Arsenal this season. Um, in his last six appearances, he... he against London teams he's got about five so that and alone should just tell you the importance uh, Bamiyang brings for Arsenal especially in these London derbies um, for me Arsenal were the better side but um, Palace did end up pressing they ended up pressing um, and they ended up getting their reward they got their goal in the second half but it was through a heavy deflection and then they carried on pressing after that game causing a bit of you know uh, shaking Arsenal a little bit where, whereas back in the day, Arsenal will crumble, but they didn't. But there was a time in the match where Aubameyang's challenge on Max Meyer was really a bad one. I mean, when you slow it down and you see how everything was, that is a... Look, Aubameyang could have broke uh, Max Meyer's ankle. That's how bad the challenge was. And they used VAR to overturn a yellow card into a red card for Aubameyang, which allowed him to get sent off, which means he'll be out for three games. Uh... The red card was justifiable, under hundred percent, and VAR got it right. That that was a terrible, terrible challenge. Fans are going to be like, "Well, it shouldn't have happened. They shouldn't have done this. Shouldn't have done that." But that's the game. Aubameyang shouldn't have gone in for that tackle. It's as simple as that. But you know, things like this happen. There's nothing you can really do about it. You just got to suck it up. Um, and like, like I said, people are complaining about about VAR. If it happened to one of your players. Bro, you'd be shouting VAR, VAR, VAR. That's what would happen. So stop playing, stop being contradicting when you're saying certain things. Just let it flow, bro. Just let let's let just let shit happen. Uh, VAR, they get it wrong sometimes, but they get it right. Again, human error. Trust me, it happens. It's just one of them things. Um, but you know, Arsenal are still sitting in tenth. It's a work in progress for Arsenal. It's a work in progress. Um, their target for this season, I don't know if it's top four or top six. 
but they should be really aiming at an FA Cup trophy or a Europa League trophy. That's what they should be aiming for. And, and if they can get that, then they've had a good season, especially under Arteta, you know, towards the end because it's been dire when Emery was there. So having a, a Arteta come in and end up winning a trophy is mind-blowing. You understand? And he's he's already got Arsenal playing some type of way, the way you want Arteta to play. You understand? The way, the way he wants... Uh, uh, sorry, should I say Arsenal to play? That's the Arteta way. And it looks like that's what they're going to get, bruv. But we'll see how how it all pans out. We'll see how things fruition in it. Do you understand what I'm saying? But I don't know what their target is, but <clears throat> if Aubameyang does end up leaving this January, because like I said previously earlier on, he's linked with Barca due to the fact that Suarez is out, then I don't know. I don't know what Arsenal do, but it's just one of them things. They need to make sure they keep hold of Aubameyang. He didn't sign a contract this summer. Um, he's a bit hesitant, but I think we could all understand why. But nevertheless, saying that, things can change and he might change his mind. It's just one of them things. But um, Arsenal, you might keep doing your thing. You, I see you, man. That was the early kickoff. Must have been tiring for you, but it's Palace. What do you expect? Palace, <coughs> a point's a point. You should be happy taking a point off uh, Arsenal. Um, it's just, we just have to find a way to move on. All tight Palace, all tight Arsenal is just one of them things. I think your, I think your ambition should be top six, but... You guys might probably say say different, but opinions, opinions, man. It's just it's all opinions, but um, yeah. Uh, but the team that beat Arsenal at Emirates not long ago, Chelsea, they ended up taking on Burnley, and this was at the Bridge. Chelsea three, Burnley nil. Jorginho, Tammy Abraham, and Hudson Odoi. Race James getting all the plaudits this game, bruv. Had a fantastic game, clean sheet and an assist. What more could you ask for? Um, he's becoming a real solid foundation at the right-back position for Chelsea at the moment. And it's working well, man. So, fair play to him. Um, Hudson Adoy. <laughs> Hudson Adoy with his first Premier League goal for Chelsea. Can you imagine? First Premier League goal for Chelsea. Finally off the mark. CHO, you know, hey, shout out to you, shout out to you. Uh, it was a good goal. He ended up getting a fair goal for Chelsea. Um, what do you expect in, in that instance? Uh, yeah, man, games like this, this should give him more confidence, allowing him to get a goal. Um, no, nah, it's good. He's got to find his way into the box a bit more often to try to see if he can grab a goal. That's Arton Adoy's issue, and that's what he he, uh, he put in today's practice in the game against Burnley. Um, <clears throat> Abraham scoring the second goal for... Chelsea taking his uh, league goal tallies to 13. He's now in second place with the most uh, goals in the league uh, by an under-23 player across Europe. Rashford sitting, you know, on the top spot with 14 goals. Abraham with 13 and Mbappe with 11. Um, Osmian with 10. Sancho with 10 and Martinez with 9. Uh, it's a clean sheet for Chelsea. What do you expect? Uh, is Burnley. Burnley ain't had real, the real best of uh, uh, runs at the moment. They're literally all over the place. But, boy, what do you expect? But they needed that result for the league. Chelsea, they bounced back. But you know what it is, yeah? It's still scratching your head. Uh, January window is open. Do they need a striker? Does Chelsea need a striker? Uh, they they let go of... If they ended up, if they ended up letting go of, uh, of Giroud... Um, I mean, I think they still got Batshuayi, 
that's why it looks like they might be trying to offload to another team, but I'm not too sure. But does Chelsea need a striker? I mean, if you're using Tammy as the main guy, should they now, you know, say, ah, oh, listen, I think I think we should uh, look for someone else? Because apparently they're in for Moussa Dembele from Lyon, who I feel is a really, really, really good striker. And we'll get you a goal, providing providing the great the good assist that you 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 deliver for him in order to put the ball at the back of the net. Um, I mean, some people, some Chelsea fans are saying they shouldn't get another striker because it will upset Tammy Abraham. But at the same time, I might say, look, listen, it's not about upsetting; it's about making sure you're getting results, Ruby. Do you get what I'm saying? You cannot say, oh, I don't want to upset Tammy. Tammy ain't going to be banging you goals in the Champions League. You need someone who's going to do something with, you know, with experience and whatnot. So, above having someone to push Tammy to the, to the, to the, to the, to the furthest, to the, to the most, it might work. But, you know, there's some fans that are not going to agree with that. I might be, you know, reading too much into it. But, hey, it's just one of them things. That's for me. I, I think Chelsea might need to invest in another striker. So, other other teams, other 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 fans may have a different opinion. Let me know what you're thinking. Do you think Chelsea should get another striker in this in this uh win, uh winter winter transfer? I don't I don't know. You let me know. It's just one of them things. But um, you know Chelsea are still sitting in top four. There's no, it's kind of pr- bit of pressure now because United, if I'm not mistaken, are on 34 points. Chelsea are on 39. According to my calculations, that's what about five points. Bruv, anything can happen with five points. Do you understand? And, you know, there's a bit of pressure there. And there's a bit of pressure with Leicester as well, who we're now going to speak about, who they played, uh, Southampton. This was at the King Power Stadium. Leicester won, Southampton two. Yeah, Priat with the first goal for Leicester, but Armstrong and Danny Ings on the score sheet for Southampton. Bruv, the Southampton manager said it straight. He used a 9-0 defeat from the reverse fixture to motivate the the Southampton players. If you don't, if you guys can't remember, Leicester beat uh, Southampton 9-0 at St. Mary's. Annihilation. 9-0. Yeah? Ridiculous, right? However, they've come back, they started playing their football, and Southampton were the better side. Um... Ings hit the bar about twice. Should have had about a hat trick, bruv. But he did end up getting on the score sheet. So he did well for my fantasy Premier League. So fair play to him. But yeah, man, Ings and Ings was just on the next thing. He sh- there was one towards the end of the second half. And um he's gone for the shot. I've actually thought he's gone in, but the keepers managed to push it out. Ridiculous. Um bruv. <sighs> Leicester, you guys are—I I don't know—you guys are. Your your title race is done for me. I don't think you'll be in that for any any longer because you can't be. If you can't, you cannot see saying you're in the title race and then you're losing to teams like Southampton at home. That shit shouldn't be happening. Do you understand what I'm saying? It shouldn't be happening, and that's what makes that that's what that's what makes the uh, teams not being be able to compete. Uh, for the league you cannot lose games like that and that's what happened but I think there'll be a battle for top four with the position you're sitting in there'll be a battle for top four top four is a wide it's wide open bruv it's wide open anyone can get into that bruv real talk it's wide open um 
especially with a, with with third place now he's gonna, probably now going to be under threat with with the performance that they they put out there but yeah man Leicester they really need to look at themselves hard in the mirror I'm sure I'm sure some of them will be shaking their heads it can't be happening not against Southampton man not against Southampton no, nah Nah, it wasn't Leicester's best performance this season, I'm not going to lie. Brendan Rodgers is going to have to be looking at them thinking, what the fuck happened here, bruv? Do you understand? So he's got to, he's got to pattern that and make sure that happens. But on that note, Southampton got put, uh, Southampton ended up getting the, the result and they put Leicester in a spliff, is what it is. Um, bruv, they're, they're on form at the moment. They're picking up a few points, Southampton. They don't really want to be in that relegation battle, man, but... They're getting, they're getting them, they're getting them coins. Hey, hey, boy, coins or points, you name it. Um, but Leicester, hold tight. This is it, bro. <laughs> it's gonna be a deadly one. <laughs> it's a deadly one. I think Pat, if I'm not mistaken, Southampton are now climbing up the table. Fuck, can you imagine? Four wins out of five so far, bruv. In the last five games, a draw. So that's what, three, six, nine, 12. 13 points out of a possible 15 points for Southampton at the moment. They're doing, they're really, really doing their thing. And the next game's Wolves, bruv. So fair play to them. Leicester, on the other hand, boy, you're sitting third with 45 points. Um, three losses in the last five. Your next game's... Um, yeah, your next game is Burnley at Turf Moor. It's a tough one, man. It's a it's a proper tough one. Burnley, Burnley are due a win. Burnley are due a win. Leicester, don't let yourself down. Don't let yourself down. Um, if you do, other teams around you are going to try to snap up. Um, that's levels, man. Um, Aston Villa versus Man City. Aston Villa 1, Man City 6. Bruv? Levels. Man City were ruthless. This is the game that I just finished watching before I came on and did the podcast. Man City were ruthless. Roof, roof, ruthless. Yeah? Fucking Aguero with a hat-trick, bruv. Aguero now holds the title with the most Premier League hat-tricks. Aguero has 12 Premier League hat-tricks. Yeah? And I remember when Aguero came into this league. Aguero came into this league in 2011 and boy he has taken this league to another level <laughs> yeah 12 hat tricks bruv can you imagine uh alan Shearer with 11 well, alan Shearer was the king but not anymore Fowler with nine Kane, Henry, and michael owen with eight it just goes to show bruv you understand he's been in this league for nearly 10 years and he's done that. Ridiculous. We need to get Aguero out of this league. I'm tired of Aguero, bruv. Real talk. He makes me sick. I'm done with him. I'm done with Aguero. Honestly. He's been out for how long? And he comes back, bags a hat-trick just like that. Makes me fucking sick. Honestly. Crazy. Crazy. Um, Alan. Um, that's it, Alan. KDB. Different gravy, bruv. Absolutely different. 14 assists in the Premier League this season. We have 16 games left, yeah? The record is 20. Who holds that? Henri. How? Last, Ozil had 19. Couldn't break it, couldn't equal it. The Bruyne's on 14. 
if De Bruyne smashes it. Because he looks like he could, it's possible he can end up smashing it. He can end up getting about 25. Yeah. Then anything's possible. I thought Cesc would have done it when he was at Chelsea. Then he got about, I think Cesc got about 18. And he just slowed down from <laughs> He didn't even bother. There was no more assist. Um, yeah, look. This is ridiculous, man. I feel like them and they're just they're just pumped with steroids, bro. I don't even know. You know the ones that you just want to make up an excuse for them, for them guys. Honestly, ridiculous, bro. Um, yeah, my whole tight KDB, bro. It was just too much class, man. They were oozing, bro. City were oozing. There was too much ooze for fucking Aston Villa. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to say. Look, Man City are now sitting in second place with 14, uh, 14 points behind the league leaders, Liverpool. It's, it's a huge gap, bruv. I'm sorry to say. Huge gap in January. There's no way. There is no way Man City are catching up. It's over, bruv. It's done. This is over. Nail in the coffin, bruv. If Man City lose one more game, peak. It is fucking peak. Yeah? So forget about it, bruv. Forget about it. That's all, I'm, that's all I have to say. Bruv, are you dumb? Bruv, Man City are on smoke, bruv. How can you smoke them 6-1? It was a penalty for Aston Villa, by the way. It was that stoppage time. So it made it 6-1. Woohoo. Fucking, fucking cares about that, bruv. No one cares about that, but nevertheless, it is where it is. Man City's next game is Palace. It's going to be at the Etihad. Uh, last time that happened, I think, yeah, Palace got the win with uh, Andros Townsend's thunderbolt of a goal at the Etihad last season. Um, I think Man City will shred them to pieces, bruv. It's just one of them things you can see it happening, bruv. They're finding form now. That's three wins on the uh, on the on the bounce for 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 Man City. Um, and they're not joking. They're not. They're seriously not joking. But they're not keeping them clean sheets like they used to back in the day. But hold tight, Man City, man. If they can win and put pressure, then so be it. But um, they're gonna wanna. I'm sure they'll be praying for Man United next week, hoping for Man United to get a result or something. I ain't too sure, but but you know that's 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 the biggest game of the of the weekend next weekend. It's definitely gonna be the the mighty derby, mighty mighty derby, Sunday, nineteenth of January, Liverpool, Man United, half four. Yeah, it's going to be a huge one, man. Huge, huge one. I can't wait to watch it. I hope my team get the result. The way it's going to... How they're going to set up, I don't know. Probably the same way United set up. I think United are going to go there and try camp and then hit them on a counter-attack. That's the only way he, Ollie knows, bruv. He don't know any other uh, any other way. Yeah, that's why I say sometimes he's clueless. <laughs> he, ain't got, he ain't got a Scooby, bruv. He ain't got a Scooby sometimes. Not times. No, he just ain't got a Scooby. Because there's certain things he does and you just look at me like, what the fuck are you doing, bruv? You understand? But, you know, uh, Liverpool came to Old Trafford and they got a draw. We're going to have to go there and make sure we get a result, bruv. Because if Liverpool go undefeated all season, ha! You thought the Liverpool, you thought the Arsenal one, the when Arsenal went undefeated, you thought that was bad. Hey. Bruv, it's over, I'm out. I'm probably gonna fly out of the country. Man ain't staying here if Liverpool win. Man ain't staying there if they win the league. I'm beaten. Real talk. I can't bother. I can't even be bothered. My blood right now, just saying it, is just making me itch. You know the ones that I'm just thinking. Ah, I don't think that's possible. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. <laughs> 
no no ah <laughs> uh, shit but listen in other results uh this weekend's I've you know it was a there was a crucial game at the bottom of the table. It was Bournemouth versus Watford. It was at uh, the Vitality Stadium. But Watford ended up getting the three points. It was a 3-0 win. Easy victory. But Nigel Pearson looks like he's doing he's, he's doing what he's he's doing. He's rejuvenated Watford. 13 points out of a possible 15 as well for Watford. And they're out of the relegation zone. And they've put Bournemouth in the relegation zone. Bournemouth are in real trouble. Injuries upon injuries, but they're not finding a win anywhere, bruv. They've literally been losing, bruv. One win in the last, what, 11? Yeah, one win in the last 11 Premier League games. Nine of them have been defeats, bruv. Yo, listen, Bournemouth, you, man, need to hurry up, bruv, and start winning. And they've got another crunch one next week, bruv. Ridiculous, ridiculous. But they lost, man. They lost this weekend. Uh, obviously Everton won one nil at um Goodison. Looks like you know Ashley might find is getting a groove on Charleston with a really good goal. Um, yeah, that happened. Wolves and Newcastle. That was a draw. Um, that was at uh, Molyneux. But uh, and Sheffield United versus West Ham. <laughs> West Ham fans taking the Tevez mask to 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 Bramall Lane. Unfortunately. Sheffield United got the three points. If you guys don't know, back in the day, um, back in the day, I think it was like 06, you know, West Ham ended up staying up. They went to Old Trafford last day of the season and they beat Man United 1-0. Tevez scored, uh, allowing West Ham to stay up. Sheffield United ended up going down. Obviously, there was an inquiry into the fact that Tevez was brought um, legally wasn't done in the right way or whatnot, and West Ham should have been charged, allowing West making trying to make sure that West Ham were the ones who got relegated and not Sheffield United. However, it didn't happen. West Ham ended up staying up. Sheffield United were pissed. Hence, why with all the Tevez marks, Sheffield United will never forget that. But on today's today's uh, well, this weekend's victory was even sweeter because not only did Sheffield United win. West Ham thought they equalised, but VAR fucked them in the ass. And that's what happened this weekend. <laughs> Can you imagine? But, um, bruv, so much is happening. Next week, it's going to be a few other games, um, crunch games as well. Uh, Saturday, we're going to do my other predictions and see where we go. Watford versus Spurs. Like I said and when I was saying and doing the podcast, I think it's going to be a tricky one for Spurs. No, um, no Kane. Ericsson's out of form. They're going to have to rely on Son. Watford are on form at the moment. Uh, winning and winning. They're not looking back. I actually feel like Watford could get a result here. I think it's going to be 2-1 Watford. I think Watford can do Spurs. Yeah, and Mourinho's going to be in a lot of trouble, boy. Because, boy, it's going, to, it's going to be looking long. <laughs> um, Arsenal versus Sheffield United. This is going to be at Emirates. For me, Arsenal, Arteta's got them playing some type of way, but defensively, Sheffield United are no joke, and they're not going to be laying there for Arsenal. It's going to be kind of a, t- a tricky one, considering the fact that Sheffield United ended up uh, beating them during the season. 1-0, it was Monday Night Football. They didn't really like that, but it happened. It is what it is. But I was under Emery. This is a different circumstance. Things can change. I'm going to say I'm gonna say 1-1, man. I think this is going to be a draw, man. Yeah. Brighton versus Aston Villa. 
Villa in the mud at the moment, man. They're, in, they're all over the gaff. And <clears throat> I just can't see them going Brighton and beating them. I think Brighton play too, too, too well. They play really good football. And I think it's going to be a testing one for them. I'm going to say 2-0 Brighton, man. Man City versus Palace. I know Man City just smashed Aston Villa 6-1. And that was away from home. But this one's going to be a sticky one, man. Palace are a team where, you know, they'll try to give it to you. This season, they haven't really been doing that. But I'm saying all this crud. Yeah, I'm just going to say 4-0 Man City, man. Real talk, man. Hopefully not. Uh, Norwich versus Bournemouth. This one, again, relegation scrap. This one's a six-pointer. This is what you call a six-pointer. Okay, so you, got, you, you ready for that? Six-pointer. That's what you call them. Yeah, Norwich versus Bournemouth. Bruv, I couldn't even begin. I don't even know where to begin. I couldn't even tell you. But I will say 2-2. Two, two. I think this one's going to be one for the ages. I think it's going to be a really good game. 2-2. Two, two. Norwich, Bournemouth, 2-2. Two, two. Southampton versus Wolves. Wolves are no joke. But it's like I feel like they've let their foot off the gas a bit. But at the same time, they're going to need this result. They want to be climbing up the table. They don't really want to be stagnant. Southampton are on form as well. Finding points, picking up points. Um, but it's at St. Mary's. Will they lie down for Wolves? I don't think so, man. They want to make sure they give it to you. They give it to you as much as they can. And I think this one's going to be a draw, man. I'm going to say 1-1. I don't think Wolves are going to go there and beat them. If they do, I'll be, I won't be surprised, but it is what it is. I'm just going to say 1-1. West Ham versus Everton. Moyes and Shalotti, another sticky one, but I actually think West Ham will win, man. I think West Ham will get the job done. I think it's going to be 1-0 West Ham, man. Yeah, 1-0 West Ham. Shock and Shalotti a bit, man. See where, see where we can go from there. Newcastle versus Chelsea. Now, this one's always a sticky one, isn't it? Uh, Chelsea are going to go to St. James's Park. This is going to be one. Um, Newcastle are now scoring there and then uh, defensively. Still a bit shaky, but Chelsea, I think they can go there, get the result, and come back to to the bridge with three points. I'm gonna say two one Chelsea. That's what I'm gonna say. Burnley versus Leicester again. Burnley, I said it earlier in the preview. Burnley really need to get some points. They need to find a win. With Leicester losing last week, well, this week should I say? Um, Leicester need a win themselves. However, Burnley need it more. Are they going to be hungrier, chasing the game, making sure that they get the points? I really think so. I think this one's going to be a tough one. I think I'm saying 1-0 Burnley. That's what I'm going to say. Liverpool versus Man United. Like I said, I know what Solskjaer is going to do, set up for the counter-attack, whereas Liverpool are just going to play and play and play until they knock, knock, knock and make sure they get their goal. Um, I don't really want to back against, uh, back against Man United. I don't, I'm not going to back against Man United. I won't say we'll win. But I will say it'll be a tough one for Liverpool, making it a draw. I'm going to say 1-1 again, man. 1-1. That's the way I see it. Hopefully, it goes that way. <sighs> Trust us to be on fucking... <sighs> Trust us to be on TV, man. Honestly. It's, gonna be... <sighs> it's Liverpool, Man United. I'm not surprised. This one's going to be a deadly one, man. Fuck. But guys, man, listen, <laughs> it's Premier League. What do you expect, brother? It's Premier League. And this is what's happening, man. So much is happening. Transfer windows still open. They don't close until the end of January. So your teams need to be active. If you, if you don't feel like you need anything cool, just sit back and watch. But teams like Chelsea might be getting players. Arsenal, 
Spurs, United, you know, Man City would not necessarily. Liverpool have already got Minimamo, whatever you want to call my man. They got him on a bargain, seven point odd million. It's working. What can happen, bruv? Anything can happen. So much can happen. Even United are interested in Jimenez. I wouldn't even mind that guy. Really good striker, bruv. Real talk. But we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what's going to happen. We'll see how things pan out, you know. It's not the end of the world. But saying that, it's Premier League. I really hope my club ends up coming out of this rut. But I still don't think Oli's the man. Lampard's got his work to do, even though they're still in the top four. Brendan Rodgers needs to be very, very careful with the way he's going with Leicester. He needs to be very, very careful. Congratulations to Liverpool. You know, it is what it is. I'm just saying it out now. I've got to accept it, innit? It's just one of them things. What can I do? I can't really be fucking moaning and sulking about it, can I? Fucking mad. But, yeah, man. Shout out to everyone that's always listening, tuning in, making sure you're keeping up to date. Um, like I said, catch me on the socials at Beats Corner. Um, that's for Instagram and for Twitter is at Beats underscore Corner. I'm there every day. Day, I'm there. I'm there. Do you get me? I'm active. I'm active. You see a, a lot of mad things on Twitter, man. Real talk. But um, it is where it is. It's a funny place to be at, man. Sometimes I get distracted and whatnot. But yeah, look, I'm out here. Week, weekly podcast, man. There's games midweek. So guys, don't forget, man. Uh, Tuesday and Wednesdays and whatnot. Good. It's games mid, it's games midweek, bruv. Trust me. So don't don't miss don't miss out on that. But yeah, man. Shout out to everyone that's tuning in. You know the deal. You know the routine, man. Uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, everywhere. Go check that out now. Episodes, episodes upon episodes. I'm stacked. I don't stop. I don't sleep. I'm here. You get me. So shout out to all the listeners. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. It is what it is. Um, I'm active. Feel free to message. Let me know your thoughts. It's your boy Beeks and I'm signing out. Peace.